slash and cast. And it was scare presented by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Our show discusses horror, horror movies and the phobias that they emphasize. But uh, that's basically coming back next month. Tonight we are wrapping up our uh, December to December with Don't Open Till Christmas. Uh, so we're basically ending this on uh, a more interesting note because tonight's feature takes place in Soho. Uh, instead of the killer Santa, we basically have people uh, somewhat just targeting people who are dressed as Father Christmas in in this movie. But uh, what's interesting about this movie, outside of the fact that it's kind of a little bit opposite of what we're used to with the slashers for the holidays, is, uh, you know, there's there's a little bit more smut involved in this movie. <laughs> um <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'll get into this later, but I, I watched another uh, Santa movie, uh, which also kind of delved into the smut aspect more so than most of the other movies we've talked about, which uh, served as a pretty good companion piece of that one. Uh, but that is for a little bit later. Uh, joining me tonight, as always, to break down this uh the sultry slasher are my co-hosts, Holly Hooch and John. Guys, happy holidays. How are you happy doing holidays. Happy holidays. I know that I'd asked if we could wear uh, ugly Christmas sweaters, but nobody was into that. Oh, I did wear my favorite that. sweater. Huh? Huh? I don't yes. have a Christmas sweater. We're going to get you one. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's for next year. That's for next year. Or yeah. next week. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> The last month of the Christmas season, or this is the last week of the, the last Christmas week season. of the Christmas season. It was a good one. I hope everybody had a nice holiday. I mm. did. Ate a lot. Drank a lot. Did yep. Got I some did. forgettable presents. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're trying to think like what did I get? Mm. What I got. Yeah. <laughs> we did. I only did white elephant. Uh, Presents. What did you end up getting from? Can, do we have time to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go All on. right, let's do it. I got a blanket. <laughs> blanket, nice. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure we. It's. I mean, it's legal here, of course, but oh, I also blankets. Got, uh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, weed. Yeah. Uh, yes, bl- blankets are are you know legal <laughs> for now. <laughs> I got pots in one. You got pots. Nice. You got a bunch of weed from <laughs> That's what it's like in California. You just get free weed. <laughs> but yeah, actually, it was all white elephant related. Mm-hmm. I also had white elephant related presents. I got a um, a book of insults uh, that are Shakespearean. So like, hell yeah, there you go. <laughs> the insults that from like his plays, and so it would be like adjective, adjective, noun, mm-hmm. and so and you can flip through them and mix and match them, like lily livered, blah 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 blah. Yeah, nice. That's uh, that's cute. 
That's where I learned Shakespeare is where I learned the word cuck from. Really, that's from YouTube? <laughs> no, that's, that's the funny thing is when I, then when it became a common uh, slang term, I was you're like, like nerds. I'm like, yeah, like, what is happening? You what is happening? Have, literally, the only place I've heard this word used before is in a Shakespeare play. Like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah, a bunch of nerds. But, yeah. <laughs> I think it's Taming of the Shrew. Oh! And then, um, although I, the favorite one that I saw, it wasn't even for me, but um, uh, my my brother-in-law, he brought this to a white elephant and look, I didn't get it. I kind of wanted it, but I didn't get it and I was kind of okay with it. It was this uh, mug that had a very kind of grotesque man's face on it. And, um, and, and basically what you would do is you break eggs into the mug and when you tip it over, the whites of the eggs run through his nose because the nose have <laughs> holes, and so it's to separate your the 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 yolk from the whites in your in your eggs for baking and whatnot. And but it's it's cool, but it's also kind of like it actually it even made me like gag a little. Like yeah. Yeah. you know, you look and you're like, oh, that's kind of. You know? it, so, it's actually bodily. <laughs> yeah, it was really gross. Actually, <laughs> my little niece got it and. Uh, she kept trying to leave it behind and I was like, hey, you forgot it. Don't forget your thing. And then later she ended up just hiding it in grandma's house so that nobody could tell her to take it home. Nice. Funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> How about Fantastic. you? Yeah. Um, well, I didn't get weed or <laughs> snot uh snot mugs or anything like that. Um you know, I did get a couple of 4K movies. Uh, I basically used my holiday cash to upgrade my TV in the other room to, to go to 4K because the TV we have in the man cave is like seven and a half years old. So, uh, you know, we were due for an upgrade. So that, that'll be coming in tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to messing around with that. And, uh, yeah, you know, I got a couple of, like, small things. Like, I got The Last Ronin, which was a uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic series, which I've been meaning to read. Uh, so I finally got that on hardcover. So going to be diving into that here probably fairly shortly. But, uh, you know, most of the 4K stuff I got were obviously scary movies. So I got, like, uh, Scream, Evil Dead 2, mm. Last Night in Soho. Which ties in perfectly to the movie we're talking about tonight because it's set in London and Soho, which is fantastic. Anyway. <laughs> or Imagine that. Time, I, I was gonna say to you, you sound like the kind of guy who gives his family like a Christmas list because those are very specific things that T wants. Well, <laughs> people just went off my Amazon wish list, you know. Ah, there you go. See, I was right. <laughs> so no randomness for you. You know, good on you. Yeah. Yeah, most, like, for, for like, the niece and nephews, I went uh, not off of their wish list, so they all got, like, a bunch of surprises. Like, I got my nephew the uh, Evil Dead groupie collection, which was, you know, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 in 4K, plus the Ash vs. Evil Dead series. How old nice. is your nephew? Uh, my older nephew is a freshman in high school. Okay, because you know my niece, I wanted to give her some gifts. I was like, is she too young for this? You know, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Let's move on with this. Absolutely. Segway. So, uh, so yeah, you know, we're still in the holiday spirits, uh, drinking holiday spirits. You know, I got an eggnog ale, fantastic, uh, from Drucker. But uh, you know, we're here to talk about slashers for the holidays, and we have don't open till Christmas, uh, which. 
You know, I, I, I like how this worked out because, one, this has been a movie that's been on my, uh, like, watch list for some time now. I just haven't gotten around to it. And then, you know, we turn around and all of a sudden they are streaming this for part of the Less Drive-In, uh, you know, holiday special mm-hmm. that they just put on a couple of weeks ago. So the timing it just worked out perfectly because this is one that my friends are always, like, recommending to me, like, hey, you got to go check this one out. I'm like... Yeah, I'll get around to it at some point, but it was really hard to find, like, on uh, DVD, because it was out of print. I know it did recently get a Blu-ray release, uh, so it's more available than what it had been in the past. Uh, But, you know, now it's streaming everywhere on Shudder. It was also available on Tubi as well. Uh, If you don't have Shudder, so if you still want to check it out, you can do so there. But uh, interesting movie, to say the least, just because, you know, it is kind of like a reverse from what we are used to seeing. And, uh, you know, it deals quite a bit with some uh, risque photography in this movie as well. You know, they try to sprinkle in a couple of red herons. And uh, the the killer's reasoning in this movie, in this movie just made me laugh so hard because it was like one of the most obvious directions that you could possibly take for yeah. a killer's motive in this movie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just... We scouted it out from the very beginning because it's just, it's such a basic uh, necessity <laughs> for like these slash movies. Can I blur it like, out? Of course. Oh, yeah, might as well. Sexual trauma! <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah. I don't know if we want to jump ahead to the end already. I don't know. That seems pretty wacky. We could get to it, but. It wasn't even that sexual. Well, no, it wasn't. It was just uh, Santa oh, Claus. A little bit. Dance, Santa dance. still was humping. Uh, was he? I, can't, I yeah, also watch Christmas down. Evil, and I'm trying to think of getting them a little confused. But I want to <laughs> say that he did. He was he banging someone, or was he just like? It was, I think, his mom. It wasn't yeah. his mom, clear, yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was his mom. And it's like, yeah, he, that must have happened like hundreds of times under the roof. Although I have to say, like these like parents that want to like get it on, like in the living room after the kids. I mean, Jesus Christ, really? You can't take it to the bedroom. Mm. Maybe I'm a prude. I don't know. <laughs> well, and it's, uh, it's, um, what was I going to say? I just totally lost my train of thought. Right. Santa Claus, humping mom on the couch. Oh, yeah. And I felt like they should, should have put that scene much earlier in the movie. Putting it at the very, very end, I think, was a weird thing. Yeah, we were like, really? Okay. But, uh, but I do want to, so, jumping to the beginning of the movie right off the bat the movie is pretty crazy and awesome in terms of being so bad it's good the editing is so awkward like it's like you press play and then immediately there's a man walking towards like Mm -hmm. into this or a woman walking into the scene to say hello to a santa you're like am i do i need to i I try to rewind it because i thought (laughs) that it wasn't that i missed something i was like what just happened to just skip ahead no mm-hmm. it's just a really awkward editing job yeah mm-hmm. and that was like the whole movie was like that and it's awkward too in ret- think having watched the movie all the way through because the first kill of the movie is the killer you know just wearing we see a black sleeve and a knife it's it's very italian uh horror mm-hmm. movie uh and he just kind of pokes the, and they drop it's a poke and drop 
Yeah, there's a, he pokes them, there's a red dot on their go, shirt, oh. and then they immediately die. Yeah, nobody bleeds out. Like, they just immediately die whenever they get poked. But they bleed like that much. Quentin Tarantino is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have to point out, though, knowing the ending of, or what the movie is and how it ends and things, that movie is, com- or that murder is completely out of context because they're not dressed like Santa. Wasn't the guy just a Santa? The couple in the car? Was he yeah. dressed like Santa? Yeah, I think so, right? Was he? Let's yeah. put it on. I thought they were just like, what, can you confirm? Yeah, there were there were a couple of Santas that were, were killed. But the first couple who get murdered in, when they're having sex in the sex car? In the yeah, car. I think the guy yeah. was just... A, he wasn't wearing a Santa hat or a beard, but I think he was but wearing he had a on jacket. Oh, okay. I'm bringing this fucker up right now. I thought it was like... <laughs> I'm bringing this fucker up because uh, it's going to be in the first two minutes oh, that's of the right. movie. He is dressed... No, I do remember. Yeah, you want me to, <laughs> turn this off? you want me to turn this off? No, that's true. I do I'm remember. Okay. Make it a pass on that one. Because I thought the, the first victim, they were... I thought they were just dressed normally when I was thinking back about it. Although I have to say that, uh, okay, so they got into the back seat of the car, which I guess I get it. You know, it's more ample than like the front seat. Although these are fucking 70s cars, you know, the front is just as big as the back. It was one of those classic Volvo boxy wagons from the 80s. So the guy, they get like, they bust the guy checking them out. And all he does is like, get out of here, you creep. And then he goes right back to make, they go right back to making out. I was like, why aren't you like driving away or... Yeah, it's and it's it, not even like a romantic spot. It's just an alley, and they're both grown ass people. Like, why don't you get a fucking hotel room? It's very eighties horror movie where it's just like here are people hooking up, and now a poke and drop is going to kill them. <laughs> poke and drop. It's like it's just like classic slasher horror boiled down to its most basic elements. You know, <laughs> there's no explanation. And I can't wait till we get to the the model that shows off her body, like for, like the gratuitous nudity that was so awkward <laughs> as well. In the photo shoot? <laughs> no, even like uh, where she's not a prostitute, but after the photo shoot, she goes out into the streets and she's just being sexy for a stranger. No, 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 no. He... He threatens her and then opens up her her Santa cloak and then like very slowly kind of does the whole like and here are the boobs and, and here's the bed, <laughs> here's the vagina and uh, it's it's I mean it's fine she was very attractive but it's like all right <laughs> so but they, okay we're jumping ahead a little bit. <laughs> yeah okay 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 so so yeah so as how it was saying like the the edit in this movie will really confuse you right off the bat, because I, too, had that experience when I was watching it. I was like, wait a minute, is this the actual start of the movie? Because I remember <laughs> at one point, like, I I saw a posting of Don't Open Till Christmas on YouTube, and I, like, hit play to see, like, what the opening was. And when I saw, like, the actual copy, it was the exact same thing. So it's like, so that was it. Okay. Because <laughs> just because it's, it's so fucking random. Um, but, of course... After that, we have, like, this backdrop of a holiday party. You have uh, basically, like, one of the dad characters dressed up as Santa Claus for, you know, this company party. And he's, uh, you know, he's got blush on for the rosy cheeks. Everyone's poking fun that he looks gay, essentially, in in this. Um, But what's, what's so weird about this scene is, you know, you have this character who basically gets impaled uh, from the back of the head through the mouth with a railroad spike, 
And, Whoa. you know, they basically, like, pan to, like, this shrunken head costume. Because it's, it's a costume party, for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for the holidays. And, you know, like, they, they make it a point where, like, oh, it was, like, this person. And then they pan to the shrunken head costume. But then, like, everyone sees the murder happen. And everyone just kind of, like, just stares. Everybody was in shock. Yeah, everyone and does not say a fucking word. <laughs> yeah, everyone was calmly staring at the body without reacting to the fact that the murderer was there amongst them who had just done this horrible murder. What would you guys have done, huh? You, 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 you savvy, smart people. But also, <laughs> you don't actually, I'm pretty sure you don't see the shrunken head guy actually throw the spear. It just no, kind of comes yeah. out of nowhere. Well, the thing yeah. is, like, there was a, a dummy that he had put his costume on across the way. Mm-hmm. So he had basically undressed, put the costume on the dummy, went back, impaled the dude. Everybody had already seen the guy, the, the costume, so their eyes went there. And then the guy approaches him, like, one of, I guess he's one of the main characters, that's right, with, like, a lot of, like, confidence. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> come here, you, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, really? He just brutally murdered someone, like, you should have, I don't know, I feel like maybe kicking somebody's ass isn't, I don't know, I feel like you should be more tentative and, like, more, like, survival mode versus, like, but it also man on campus mode. It felt like he, they thought he was the Shrunken Head guy was the murderer. The guy, the young guy character was saying that he thought it was him because that guy had like the scariest costume on or something. Well, he was also carrying the spike around. Oh, was he carrying it? I think so, yeah. At the beginning, he was actually in the costume. And so, and he was so out of place with the inappropriate costume. Uh, I mean, if it was Halloween, it would have been totally appropriate. But, <laughs> but other people had scary kind of costumes. Did they? Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Uh, th- I was confused by that scene because it looked like a Halloween party. And then I, I kept thinking, oh, yeah, that's right. This is actually Christmas time. <laughs> it's not Halloween, but it you know, looks like a Halloween party. I don't hate the theme now that I think about it. A scary costume Christmas party sounds kind of fun. I don't know if that's a, is that a British thing? Do they do not? I'm not that I've ever heard of. Not that I'm the, parties for an authority on British. What do they call costume <laughs> parties in England? They're called oh, fancy dress. Fancy dress. <laughs> <laughs> but I always thought fancy dress meant you were kind of not like a literal Halloween costume, but more like a like a fanciful like. Costume, I think it's meant to be know? fanciful, like you. But it, it, more, it also like works historical. As, or, yeah. We need a British person on, <laughs> on speed dial. Right. British consultant. So yeah, wow. so he gets impaled by this ginormous spike that the dude was just carrying around. Which was a pretty good gory scene. It was scene. a very gory, awesome scene, yeah. Mm. And which was different because <laughs> it was weird, uh, the differences between the kills in this movie. Because you would get these kills where somebody would get poked with a small knife and there would be a red spot. But then you would get these really over-the-top, gory kills also. Mm-hmm. These people get shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, what? Now he has a gun? <laughs> like, the guy he shoots, like, his whole, the whole back of his head is blown off. <laughs> that was an extra, extra <laughs> gory one, too. But so, mm-hmm. yeah, so he runs away, and it's like, ha-ha, it was, there was a dummy in the costume, and he got away. He got away. <laughs> and then, uh, it's so interesting. I mean, I didn't hate this part, but uh, then the uh, the daughter of the guy, the who got killed in the Santa suit becomes a central character. Mm. And I'm not exactly sure why, I know. but then like everything seems to happen around her, which is fine, you know, whatever. But I was like, ah, okay. Mm. I mean, at first it kind of makes sense. Cause the cops come to interview her mm-hmm. and 
her, oh, her boyfriend is the one who saw the murder, right. too. So it does sort of make sense for the first kind, but then they just kind of are there. It's just kind of like, oh, they're the young lead couple. Right. T, do you remember what, how she's involved? Like, because she knows the uh, the professor who comes in later. Well, that was her, her dad that was murdered. No, remember the professor that, like... Isn't her dad the investigator? Who's I thought her dad was the Santa that got, you know, impaled. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But then he's no longer in the movie, but then later on there's, like, that the brother of the killer. Yeah. I call him the professor because he had a nice study. Yeah, it, it's a com- it's sort of a confusing movie. As and it shouldn't be, right? Because... <laughs> It, it's just kind of like characters sort of come and go. And... I and I'm only I think I'm confused because I I I watched it right before watching Christmas Evil, mm-hmm. and because I was like these are great companion pieces, and I I feel like I've completely mixed them up in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch uh, Christmas. It's awesome, but only a few people die, and that happens at the very very end. And you know, now that I think about it, don't watch it. It's kind of. The the, the the kill count between it two is very one sided in favor of don't open till Christmas. It's true, it, and that alone tells me to like watch that one. Although the other one has great production value and good acting. Mm. Mm. This one is good because it's so it, it hits that so bad it's good <laughs> mm-hmm. thing where it's really entertaining and it bad, is. but it's done in a good way. Because obviously, bad movies can just suck and be boring, but. This movie is one of the things about this movie in general is that it's so extremely 1980s in every way that it almost feels like a parody, like a modern movie where they're trying to really go over the top with the 80s ness. Mm-hmm. Like it even has the classic synth uh, soundtrack, the like, dum, 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 like <laughs> soundtrack uh, that goes that everyone does now in. 80s where in modern horror movies where they want it to be kind of 80s style and the fashions because it was like London and Soho they had very like on point 80s fashions and stuff denim fashions and uh, they have like a little bit of misdirection but they do introduce you to the killer early on and he immediately has crazy eyes and everybody Mm -hmm. keeps talking about his crazy eyes I'm like well clearly this guy's the killer and he was (laughs) yeah (laughs) They were trying to do the thing where you're not where they ha- have different characters who you might suspect because it's like yeah. a mystery, mm-hmm. but it, it's kind of ob- yeah, it's obvious who it is, but at the same time, they they do misdirects with him that are so uh, like that nail down his alibi so well that you're it, they almost make it obvious that he's not the killer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where they're like, Oh, you're crazy and weird. But then they literally confirm that he actually is a reporter who is actually investigating the story for real. And he's got a brother, right? I mean, that's the whole ending of the movie where he blows up his brother. So, yeah. He's, he's brothers with the chief inspector. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, and that's why I'm so confused with, like, Christmas Evil, because that dude also has a brother and also witnesses a sexually charged moment between his mom and Santa Claus. <laughs> they, did, they did do the cool thing where early in the movie, the brother gives him the present, and then they do it as, like, the very last scene of the movie where the mm-hmm. present finally explodes. I was really hoping. I was like... 
I hope it would be so awesome if the present was a confession and then he didn't open it until the very end and it was oh. like, oh fuck, I should have opened the present early. I did, I mean, I did appreciate the whole like, every, oh, spoilers, everybody died. <laughs> like nobody made it and I was like, the that's kind of fun. It. Nobody made it. The dude. experienced girl made it. No, she didn't. At the very end, so she she, she, she falls uh, he falls over the railing, right? And he lands, and then you look down, he's only falling like half a story. <laughs> and then she's like, let me go poke him. And I was like, no, bitch, run. But she doesn't. So she gets real close, and then he grabs her by the throat, and he's just holding on to her, choking her out. Yeah. And then that's the end. So you don't actually see her oh, die, yeah, yeah. but you don't it see her get away either. So I'm assuming uh, death. And then the main girl gets strangled by him earlier with a telephone cord. Yeah, the, the main character. Who kind of disappear halfway through the movie. They sort of disappear, and then the blonde dancer girl becomes the main character. Yeah, and then she gets kidnapped. Oh, so confusing. Uh, (laughs) Which I liked her more as a main character. But it was very frustrating when she actually breaks free and she's running away. And then, like, it's middle of the day, and there's, like, a lot of, you know, it's hustle and bustle of, like, London and shit. And then she decides to run in areas where there aren't people mm. and i'm guessing like you know okay so she's being chased so she's trying to be strategic but she goes on a long run it's like a 10 minute run i mean in movie time it's like two minutes but you know what i mean where it's like <laughs> they keep making it look like it's like oh and then they're running and they're running and they're running i like that my favorite of that part we're jumping ahead again we have to rewind a little bit yeah i'm so sorry but my favorite sorry. of that part though was she like first of all she gets she like wears him down by being like nice. Christmassy. She's like, what about like the Christmas cheer? And he's like, no. <laughs> and she's like making snowballs and like have opening presents in your family. And he's just like, I can't know. And she, she gets, and then she like gets free and the door is locked. And she's like, damn it, the door is locked. And he's like, oh, you mean with this key? And then she like, ha like throws the chain in his face, grabs the key and unlocks the door and gets out. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I can't, like just, why did you even go through that whole process? That's so weird to add those details in. Yeah, I guess it's not a good thing. <laughs> but then just have him immediately be like, oh, here's the key. Like, take it from me. <laughs> All right, Z, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> yeah, sorry, let's take it from back. the top. Let's take it from the top. <laughs> okay, okay, so, so after uh, Kate's dad gets impaled with the railroad spike, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have the chief inspector and the uh, detective sergeant uh, who are, you know, basically talking about the murders that have been going on to interview Kate and uh, her boyfriend, boyfriend Cliff, uh, who is the An asshole, the, the busker, the flute player. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, he's a busker, which is yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, also during that night we see one of our other Santa kills, uh, in regards to, you know, just you know, a guy dressed as Santa who uh is roasting chestnuts on the grill. <laughs> <gasps> That's right. That was a good kill. <laughs> and the killer comes <laughs> up behind good. him and shoves his face right on the oh, grill. And I'm like That's a good oh. fire. <laughs> That's one that none of the other Halloween Christmas movies we've watched (laughs) have done is the roasting chestnuts Mm -hmm. murder, jamming your face (laughs) in the roasting chestnuts. That's pretty bold. And that is a sort of Brit, a very British Christmas themed thing. Roasting chestnuts isn't, I feel like, isn't so much of a 
American thing. Maybe that's a little more British. Does that crack ne- ne- do Never crack? done it. We we sell them, but I've never roasted them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just like I think here we just, we eat chestnuts, but you just eat them raw. You just crack them with the uh, that mm-hmm. cracker. <laughs> I'm not touching his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll touch. I'll do it. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that was a good kill for sure. The, mm-hmm. the chestnut, the thing. And then just to think of like this random Santa ablaze in the middle of the city. It's like, wow, that's intense. Imagine a tourist walking up on that. Oh, and I want to point out too, in terms of British Santas, they are much, they are creepy, the British Santa, where it's the hood. It's like a hood with like, oh, and some will wear that mask with the beard. And it's kind of creepy, the hooded aspect makes it a little bit sort of weird you know mm-hmm. it's like it father kind of christmas horror. style yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he's a little more sinister looking even though he wasn't the bad guy in this. and this was the this was the movie did it happen after this where he goes after a santa that uh flips off a bunch of uh uh punk rock kids and then they start chasing him on his yeah, bicycle that's yeah that's that's a little bit later that's what oh, leads okay. into the the london dungeon chase cool. which uh I Which is the best thinking. the best part of this movie, but also it's so fucking random. <laughs> yes. Well, it's also funny that the best that that this great the London Dungeon part, it's like one of the better parts of the movie, and it's has nothing to do with the filmmakers. They just filmed something that already <laughs> exists. Like it's like going to like the wax museum and filming and being like, look at these cool uh Like, did they even pay to be there? (laughs) I don't think I don't think they paid to be anywhere in this movie. That's one of the things I want to actually point out as we go along here is that they clearly just filmed on the streets randomly uh, and didn't get extras or like block off public locations. They just walked around with a camera because multiple times in the movie you see random actual people look right at the camera, realize that there's people filming a movie, like, and then react by, like, immediately turning around and going the other direction or, like, speeding across the frame. Uh, there was even a person who I saw, who, like, look at the camera and then just sort of, like, be like a deer in the headlights and just stand there <laughs> staring at the camera. He's going to be a star. <laughs> but it was cool, It was cool though, because... Uh, it was kind of nice. Like they did a lot of outdoor filming, and you're just seeing London in 1984, which is very cool. Which is very, very yeah. Cool. There's no uh, fakeness or like sets or anything. It's just actual. Did it London. make you feel old, by the way? Because I was like, that looks like so long ago. And I was like, that's the year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it like it shares the same like grittiness, like properties, like 80s New York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, uh, it kind of reminded me of, um, you see that in, like, 70s, like you're saying, 70s Mm -hmm. New York movies, but, like, uh, Basket Case, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, like, filming and walking around in the streets of New York in the 70s, in Times Square in the 70s. But, um, and there's a big, in the, in this movie, there's that huge, uh, Panasonic VHS neon sign that they show is like nice <laughs> <in> VHS, <laughs> but uh, 
So the London Dungeon also, of course, uh, I had to pause the movie and go play the Misfits song for a second because like instantly stuck in my head as soon as I saw that sign. I just this. imagine you in like in your room, like watching the movie, pausing it, like bringing out your totally. phone, playing, and going, totally finishing dancing. the song. All right, back to the movie. <laughs> You gotta have dancing in there if you're gonna have a London Dungeon Trails. Also, uh, I was very shocked by how scandalous some of those displays in the London Dungeon Yeah, were. sometimes I was like, is that a real body? Is that a real lady's body? Because those boobs, <laughs> upside down boobs, are looking pretty natural. But there were some, like, sex positions going on in that thing. This whole movie was very, very sexy, mm -hmm. very sensual. Sensual. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and that was a long scene, too, by the way. They spent a lot of time in there. But I love that Santa Claus. He was so cool. Like, he was, uh, like, he, the, the, his surroundings, like, heightened our, my, my sort of, like, tension. But it didn't heighten his. He was just like, oh, whatever, man. Fucking dead bodies. And, like, you know, <laughs> and then he gets shit thrown at him. Like, you know, mm. you know, axes or whatever sharp objects are in there. And he's just like, you know, he's, he reacts, but in a very, like, courageous way mm -hmm. <laughs> i was like wow i would be losing my shit it is it is actually filmed well in that part it is like a fun scene where he's a very being chased scene, through. Yeah. it is interesting too because like in classic slasher movies especially american slasher movies it's typically women being chased around mm -hmm. and murdered uh, but this is all like middle-aged dudes in Santa costumes being chased around. Which makes it kind of weird how like we start off with that and then it switches over to just the female uh, victims. So we've got the two uh, blonde girls basically, which mm. is like, I mean, it's, it's, it's fine, but it's more like, oh, that's interesting. Now that you like, like there was that juxtaposition, but then it kind of mm. ends with him not going after Santa's. Mm. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, huh. we'll have to get there. Huh. But I don't know if we're, jumping, <laughs> if we're jumping ahead with this, but I know we're getting close to the point. I wanted to point out a scene where uh, the guy, there's a guy, I don't know if it's the main young guy character, mm -hmm. meets up, or it is, uh, with that blonde woman who, there's his, the blonde woman who's like his girlfriend, yeah. who we see a lot. But then there's another blonde woman who's like sort of flirting. The model, him. the model the from model. the photo shoot, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene where she, where she, mm -hmm. uh, they sort of meet up by chance in front of his apartment or her apartment, mm -hmm. and she's in that lock, Chris. Uh, She's in the cloak, the Santa cloak. That happens at the, that's the same apartment as a photo shoot. So they went outside. And then it was really interesting because it was one of those, uh, like, it's a little side note, um, kind of like a, an interesting sign of the times where he's afraid that they're going to get busted for being gay because she's dressed as a male Santa. That's which what is just I the was, cloak. Yeah. And I was like, was oh, say. that's because, I mean, like, you know, uh, homosexuality was like outlawed until like. 69? No pun. No, no I think 68. even later than that. Later than that? Shit. And, and maybe in England, possibly. I mean, that's what's so crazy about it. Was, that it, scene. Was, it was like, wow, yeah. They were like, oh my God, that. run. Like, we're going to get arrested because they're going to think we're, we're gay. gay guys. That's not sad. Like in 1984. Like, yeah, no. Like, and it was so matter of fact that it wasn't like they were making a commentary. No, it was just it like, was that's just how it is. Yeah. yeah, like, this that's is the funny. situation we got to, like, yeah. which is also. Bizarre too, because if the cops actually came up 
and confronted them. They're they not would actually, they're not mid coitus. Like, what the hell? Yeah. But they would have seen she was a woman in two seconds. Uh, and not. She would have shown but, them. So the fact that they ran, <laughs> but no, but that was just definitely like, I was like, whoa, wait, what? That's heavy. That That's real heavy. Yeah, that oh, okay. Crazy. But right before that, right? So what the fuck is up with this dude? He is such an asshole. So his girlfriend has just, you know, heard about her dad being murdered dressed as Santa Claus, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, what, like the next day or maybe the week of yeah, even? Yeah, okay. it's like a day or It's two like a day after and he like. takes her to a smutty photo shoot yeah. and tries to talk her into it. Forget the Santa Claus costume because that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, how dare you? My father yeah. was just killed in a Santa suit yesterday. It was more of like pressure. Yeah, yeah, he was like, babe, we're already here. Just take off your clothes. It'll be fine. It was yeah, like, it was wow, odd. that's really asshole y. Also, it didn't look like she needed the money. So it was like, what the fuck? And they also, they did. They tried to be artsy and have these weird jump cuts in the scene that I thought was a glitch at first, and then I realized, oh, they're doing it on purpose, actually. And then the model is hitting on her boyfriend hard. I'm like, what? You want me to pose naked with the skank? Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was very uh, indignant on her behalf. That was weird. That was very weird. I would have, and then she's still like, it's her boyfriend still. Oh yeah, and he's gonna go play the flute on the street later. What the hell? <laughs> but so around this time too, though we meet the detective characters. Mm-hmm. Isn't one of the so the older detective guy, like the sort of gentleman British guy, who's like older, and they're like, "You need to get off this case. Like, you shouldn't be on this case." Isn't he like? It was weird because it seemed like he was also her dad or the, the guy's dad. Was Maybe she somebody? Was I he someone's dad? So. Because I think, like, it was... Okay, so you've got the detective... The dad got murdered. The Santa Yeah, dad. that's dad right there. Got murdered. And then you have, like, the initial detective who reports to the... The guy who I was calling the professor, who we were all thinking is also her dad, but is not her dad. So he's a higher up. He's, like, the high... He's, like, the older detective. And, they're, and the police are telling him, like, oh, you need to not be on this case. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other detectives, the guy with the Indiana Jones hat, the fedora um and he is like kind of the main detective and then but that's what's so confusing because i could sworn there was a scene where the older detective who leaves the case yes has an interaction with the girl where it's like oh they have like a father and daughter like maybe she knew him or something maybe it was like friend of the family or something Maybe we should change the premise of this review show to, to us like watching movies while we're really drunk and then trying to make sense of them later. Yeah, there, there's there's no I don't remember there being a relation. Am I just making that? Maybe up? they just treated her like in a fatherly daughterly way because you know that's what they do when they met a younger woman. They either try to bang her or treat her like a daughter. Because I thought the older detective guy. I thought he had some connection with the case where it was making him be like, I gotta solve this because... I think maybe it was like a relationship that they might have had with the dad, maybe? Maybe, yeah. That could have been... Where like there was... um, Was the Santa dad the professor? This movie definitely has editing and storytelling problems that made it confusing. We might also have story following problems. Oh, and I did look. I did a tiny bit of checking, too. Um, this movie, and apparently there were like two or three directors because the main what? director left the movie. So it makes sense that the, this movie would it's be very disjointed and, and messed up. Because <laughs> apparent and apparently, like they had to sort of quickly tack on an ending to the movie too. So. Mm-hmm.
It makes it, it's hard, it's a little hard to follow. And characters like the old guy detective and mm-hmm. the young couple will just kind of disappear from the story for like yeah. 10 or 15 and then minutes. We get, and then we get the girl, the exhibitionist, not the, the exhibitionist girl. The experience girl. Experience girl, yeah. Which I love mm-hmm. that name. I don't, it, first of all, they put it in quotes whenever you see experience girl, but I love that term. I don't know what that means. But it was like, like five pounds <laughs> to get in, five pounds to show her boobs. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what happens in, at 10 or 20, but at 50, you get whatever you want. But does that mean you get to go on the other side of the window? Which, incidentally, I love the part where the guy just breaks through the window. You're like, yeah. I know. <laughs> like, that that's all, that wasn't better. a lot of defense. It wasn't much of a defense for her. No. And she was the better. We're kind of getting now to where she shows up in the story. Because that was really random. I mean, I know he follows a Santa Claus down to see her. So she, a Santa Claus comes to see her. Yeah. And, and he, then the killer goes after that Santa Claus. Which was a really good kill as well. Which, by the way, the logic of the killer is all screwed up. Because <laughs> the killer does that whole speech where he's like, oh, like you, I hate you and I'm going to kill you to the girl. Because mm-hmm. you, it's all about selling yourself and you're selling like off the Santa Claus. Yourself. What? But, but that doesn't even make sense, too, because no. he's killing the Santas, and he went after the Santa. Because and he of the sexual trauma. What the fuck? And he only went after her because she witnessed the murder, which doesn't even make sense because he wears a mask, so you can't recognize him anyways. But except so. for his <laughs> dancing eyes. Yeah, his Literally. smiling eyes. His smiling eyes. Yeah, his smiling eyes, yeah. Which she would know. That was not a if smiling she, eye. Like... If she could see his eyes, smiling eyes, oh, that's gonna she hold would up know court. he was the killer. <laughs> Which, by the way, is also known as smize. Smiling eyes. What? <laughs> you made that up. No, no. <laughs> smize is, uh, is um, Tyra Banks' thing. Oh, from a uh, next top model. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Apparently, and I think I have to pay. I think I have to pay for saying that because she, I think, trademarked it. Can we give her one of her <laughs> Patreon dollars? And uh, she made that up, so I have to pay a fee for mentioning it. But I like that though because smize. And he wore the classic. Uh, he wore the classic see-through plastic mask, which we've seen in other what was that, uh, horror that, movies. That horror movie with the little girl in the raincoat? Oh, uh, uh, fuck. Yeah, that's a great movie. Something Witch? Season of the Witch? No. no, no. It's the one with Donald Sutherland with the little girl who he thinks it's his daughter, but it turns out to be a midget. Well, it was so nuts. Okay, but let's get back to this movie. Uh, <laughs> that was on wait, me. That was on me. But the killer wears a ma- that mask. Yeah, that that's that too, weird, yeah. like, you know, blue eyeshadow, pink mm-hmm, The lipstick, cheeks, yeah. yeah. Um, Everything I'll see through. And around that time, oh too, God. is when it's he has the interaction with the, uh, the model girl where he does not murder the model girl. Yeah, the detectives go back to talk to her for no fucking reason. Oh, well, I guess she got assaulted by him, but not killed. But that's the thing. So he sees her on the street, mistakes her for a prostitute because she is wearing lingerie under a Santa cape, but then leaves her alone. He doesn't kill her. He doesn't kill her. And then he goes after the experienced girl. But the experienced girl, I guess he did kidnap and try to take for his himself. Well, and he, he, I'm trying the, to find logic, logic anyway. The he yeah. took her is that she witnessed the murder mm. of the other Santa. So he felt like he had to go back and get her. And his smile. But they never explain why he doesn't kill. My only explanation I could come up with for why mm-hmm. he doesn't kill the model dressed as Santa is because she's a woman. Oh, I thought it was because he, well. 
that's my only logic. Because he was solely killing, killing Santas at that point, and then later yeah. he forgets about the Santa part. Although he does kill that woman at the beginning of the movie. He but. does kill that woman in the beginning. Of, and she was, he didn't even get to see her boobs. But I just figured he was expecting it to be another male Santa that he would kill, but it, when it was a woman, he decided not to. He got, and he like checked her out really hard, or the cameraman did. And mm. like maybe he was like, I am very attracted to you, and you're dressed as Santa. I can't deal with this. Mm. And he ran away. <laughs> I got too many mixed emotions right now. <laughs> you know? What's happening to my pants? I know, definitely. All right, I feel like we've been monopolizing the conversation <laughs> a little bit. I want to hear from T a little bit. But yeah, so so when we're when we're at the peep show, you know, normally in these types of movies, we do like the whole. Uh, it's it's normally like the entire room in regards to like the the viewing room, so to speak. But in this case, it was just the you know the pink glass window, uh, and you know the the Santa is just like you know griping about stuff, and he's like, "Well, can't we just like you know just." get rid of the glass completely, you know, oh, no, just, just you and me. And it's like, um, no, for Third, one. No. <laughs> that's, 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 that, that's, uh, that's one, that's not on the menu. Uh, two, there's no set price for, for that anyways. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the glass is there for a reason. It's for, you know, the, the stripper's protection in this case. But, but I just, I, I love, like, the slow drip of the blood on the glass when it gets stabbed in the back from the killer. That was cool, yeah. But it's I, I was just laughing so hard because it's like when they when the cops visit the stripper like at her apartment, you know, she's just like lounging around in their in her robe basically. Yeah. Like and it's open too. And you know, she's like making such a big deal about like not being able to like go back to work. So mm-hmm. she's like just staying inside uh the, the whole time. But that's like kinda like where they have this side plot with like the detective and the chief inspector where um, they're basically like, oh, Harris is definitely hiding something, but what could it possibly be? And then he wants, like, Powell, who's the the, the, the hat detective, to, like, the keep an eye <laughs> on him. You know, this guy's just trying to get his yes. scoop, you know, this, this whole time. And he thinks that Harris is the man uh, behind it all. Uh, but that's, that's what leads into the whole uh, drunk Santa Claus being assaulted by the punk rockers who were basically just after not- him for his, for the, it was weird because it's like, the Santa Claus is on his bike, he's yeah. drunk, uh, not really making too much progress or like getting distance because the, the punk are basically just running straight at him. And then he decides to get off the bike <laughs> and then the, the punk rock kids take the bike right off and then the, the drunk santa's like climbing down like a bridge <laughs> to like <laughs> escape even though they are no longer chasing him <laughs> and, and it's just so gross it, it was just so funny though because it's like well one they're not after you anymore but he doesn't yeah. know this he's just doing this thing climbing down and all of a sudden there's like rabbit dogs <laughs> and then he's gonna chase by the dogs and then the next thing you know he's in the London dungeon, getting chased yeah. by the killer. And, and <laughs> like, was the killer tracking him this whole time? Or was he hanging out at the London dungeon? And no, was like, hey, look at this. The killer was literally, remember, he was hanging out. At, he was already at the London dungeon. Because when the Santa goes in, the, there's like a... Oh, that like secretary girl, then, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. First of all, that I love that scene. I don't know what happens there. I can't explain that scene, but when he runs into the London dungeon, there's a woman there, 
And it looks like she runs towards him with her yeah. arms out like she was. You can't to hug be him. here. Oh, is it? Do you, I, it almost looked like she was running to hug him. Yeah, like it was. She was trying to tell him like that he couldn't be there, but oh, okay. that's a really weird way to do it. Like just rushing somebody with open arms, yeah. especially when you're like five foot two. Like what the fuck are you thinking? He knocks her down and she falls over. But and there's like a. They do that thing where one of the display things suddenly moves and then it's him. It's he's the killer. But he was, the, they're basically saying that he was just already there pretending to be one of the display things. Maybe that's where he goes to think mm. about killing Santa's. Mm-hmm. It's what, yeah, definitely that kind of movie logic where it's just like, oh, well, we need the killer to be here. So yeah. he's here. A lot of that Italian movie logic where <laughs> yeah. it's like, mm, let's, let's, look, let's see some boobs again and try to forget about all this logic stuff. And a lot of uh, works. black sleeve, black glove with a knife, mm-hmm. like first person perspective, uh, like Italian. Oh yeah, style. and he's supposed to be a reporter. <laughs> he's like the only reporter. And he's <laughs> he's insane at all times too. He's so reporter. creepy at all times. Everybody's <laughs> like, eh, he's just a reporter from this news source we've never confirmed. <laughs> no, but they do confirm it. That's what's funny. Oh, they, they do. Okay. He actually he pulls a newspaper out of his jacket and hands it to the detective, and his name is on the byline. Ah, <laughs> and picture <laughs> with a smile. I know, totally. But uh, when uh, so the punk rock kids was nice because they looked like just kind of people they probably grabbed off the street and probably weren't even actors like actual punk rock kids and one of the kids had a cramps t-shirt on which was nice uh and but then when they chased him and were mean i was like oh that's not like why do they gotta make the punk rock kids be mean and then they stole his bicycle they're just hanging out and also why did you get off the bicycle i know i mean i know he wasn't making a lot of progress but i don't know how going on foot was going to do any better. <laughs> mm. By the way, too, just to go back real quick, there, I liked that scene earlier when they showed the guy, I forget who it was, I think it was the young the young main character guy mm-hmm. riding his motorcycle through London and they with had that, that cool the, punk rock kind of 60s song play. Yeah, and the, and the little present like attached mm-hmm. to the back end all crushed. <laughs> oh, was that the present? Was that the reporter going to deliver the present to the to his brother? Was that? Maybe. But that was just like a cool scene. I was like, this is a cool song. I thought, I thought so too, yeah. <laughs> I was like, neat. But, uh, so anyways, back to London Dungeon. And London then, Dungeon. So what happens after London Dungeon? Once We spend a lot of time in there. But yeah. Anyway, as we met. That, that's when um, the cops basically concoct this plan of how to, like, <gasps> get the killer. They're like, you know what, guys? Surefire plan here. Uh, we're going to have several of you go undercover, dress as Santa Claus. Knowing that the killer is killing Santa Clauses. <laughs> is that a is that a horrible plan? Because I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like the thing where uh, you know, like when Still they're going cares. after the serial killer and they have like the the lady cop dress. But like, you know, it's dude. it's not a good plan based off the fact that the killer is inconsistent on who he's actually targeting in the movie. True. Yeah, that's the thing is. It, I think this is more of a flaw in the writing of the movie, mm-hmm. but uh, then more of more of a flaw in the movie than an actual story point. But yeah, the inconsistency is like you. It's like they made the, him killing Santa's a thing, which is kind of in the middle two thirds of the movie. 
but the beginning and end is not so much Santa related. Right. And it, it definitely felt like did was this movie maybe not was he maybe not targeting Santas in the original version of this movie? Is this or? a bit of like a humanoids from the deep sort of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mix up where we're getting directors. Yeah. Kind of. Different writers and different directors and mm. different story chunks kind of Frankenstein together any, in pieces. So did you guys have any other background information, you know, about the movie? I know you said three directors. That's insane. They're not very much. As you mentioned, T, uh, this movie is, is it's weird. Cause it's like, it seems like it's getting a cult following and there's people who know about it and like it. But when you look at, when you look it up online, there isn't much of a presence online mm. uh, for this movie. There's very little, you know, discussion or reviews or articles about it. Did you watch the, the drive-in sort of uh, show about it? I, I didn't finish it. So I still got to go back to see all the commentary. So like anything that I would probably bring up was probably already mentioned uh, in in the Joe Bob segments, but I highly recommend everyone go check it out with the the Christmas special for the last drive in. Nice. So okay, where? Uh... Let's see where. Okay, are we? so so <laughs> after after the officers decide to undercover as Santas, a couple of them get butchered at the carnival, uh, and at that point, mm-hmm. that is when our killer abducts Sherry. Uh, basically being like, oh, you're going to be the ultimate sacrifice for all the evil that Christmas represents. Yeah, which doesn't even... <laughs> which and she's an makes... experienced girl. She's technically no not, not a straight-up prostitute. I mean, she probably is. But, you know, <laughs> but by just based on like what she's actually doing, mm-hmm. like nobody actually lays a finger on her. Mm-hmm. So what? Well, I liked her. I think that was a real thing. Good. That was a real thing back then. Too, it's a, it's girls, still a real thing. Can I do that? Let me yeah. Start. Do you remember uh, the lusty lady? Do they dance in the windows there? That's the whole thing that they did. First of all, it's not there. But that's anymore. inside though. <laughs> you have to go inside the building for that. Yes. Like her thing is, I believe, on the no, street. No, you had to go it? in because you had to pay five pounds just to get oh, in did there. Did you go inside? It looked like I went inside once. Oh, okay, because I was almost thinking. It almost felt like it was one of those, like uh, Amsterdam. You know how the girls sit in. That's the just for advertising, the and then you go in mm-hmm. to do the deed. Oh, okay. This one is like <laughs> usually like you go into a room and there's that window, and then yeah, it's definitely like that where you pay to get in, you think you're getting get get more for your money, and you really don't. <laughs> and then you get a little upset about it, and the unit say, "You know what? I don't want anything else," and then you walk out. At least that's what I did anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Get, so related to what we are talking about, there I did do internet research on the her shirt. Part? No, no, oh. no, on her shirt. Oh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, research on the red light district. Or, <laughs> no, no, you know how these experiences on the windows and the costume. <laughs> no, I I became obsessed with her shirt because I kept. You're so innocent, John. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys look at her shirt? Yeah, but I, yeah. About her I shirt? love it actually. Yes, Wait, I did. <laughs> I did, but not enough to do the research. Because <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" So it says "tt deconstrict deconstrict." Yeah, and then it says uh, "diffusion no parking." Yeah, I can't that? believe I remember that. Damn. Because <laughs> I read it like a hundred times because I was like, I even paused the movie well, at points where, so that I could see <laughs> her shirt and read it more clearly. And then I looked at, I 
Googled it because I was like, is this some weird, like, British, European fashion mm -hmm. brand or it what is it? And there's literally no actual answer online. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, the real mystery of Don't Open Till yeah, Christmas. <laughs> it's, a real, it's an actual mystery. I found literally one Reddit comment, not even a thread on Reddit, but a single comment about uh somebody saying like what's the deal with her yeah. shirt and then or sorry it, there's a comment and then one reply and the reply points out that in the filipino language language mm -hmm. tt means penis okay uh, but then the rest of the words are english of course deconstrict is a penis weird word deconstrict uh diffusion no parking but there was a theory the theory though in those two comments that actually made the most sense uh -huh. was that it's a shirt because you know how uh like we will have shirts here in america where we have shirts it, where there will be like japanese characters oh right on the shirt so you, oh so you but, mean like nonsense uh, words in english okay. and so like in other countries like say japan they might have a shirt that has just like a bunch of english words where it just looks oh cool, yeah for sure that happens they, all the time right and but it says something completely random and so the theory was that maybe that's what it was because well, there's no other it has no connection to anything so, T, we were right not to be more curious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is really, like, it is an interesting thing, though, because that sh it's so, like, there. It, it was it, a cool shirt, and I remember thinking, like, huh, I, I remember reading and going, like, I don't understand what that is, and then just being distracted by the bloody Santa. Mm. Understandable. <laughs> I liked her as a character more. Me too. Than she the was she characters. was uh, spunky, and she 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 had a will to live. And she was a good she was a good bad actor too. In yeah. terms of like, she wasn't a great actor, but she put the effort in. Like she was like having fun. It seemed like it was yeah doing it. She wasn't just kind of standing around being lame. I was bummed to see her go, <laughs> and then uh, and then I was surprised to see the detective go. Where, like, he electrocutes him by uh, charging the VW bug that's like, what was that? That was, like, Home Alone style. <laughs> I know. The, he, he hooked up a car battery. Can to that, the, I don't think that can, can you kill somebody like that? A car battery is, like, a 9-volt battery. Really? Yeah. Not, I mean, I don't maybe, think like, you, two put together? I mean, maybe you could. You <laughs> see, there are those movies, like, isn't it, like, a Die Hard movie or, like, a, one of those kinds of movies where they hook a car battery up and they, like... Electrocute him with the jumper cables. With the, to the nipples. Oh, it's a lethal weapon. <laughs> the... Yeah, ten thousand drilled straight to the nipples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was a good death. The the uh... and we also, I mean, I mentioned it before, but around this time too, he gets a there's a gun death, which is random, but yeah, mm -hmm. off head. But um, another yeah, the electrocution is another good one though, where it's they kind of made a point of having a fun. But it was the uh, what? How did the uh, boyfriend die? I'm trying to think if he died before or after that. Did he die? He died. He dies. Pretty sure. How does he die? I'm trying to remember. Trying to remember the order. Because I remember thinking by the time uh, I I remember being like surprised, right? So that's one thing the movie did really well, and I really enjoyed 
was that you've got all these main characters and then he starts killing them off. Mm. And then you're like, whoa. And then like, mm. and you think like, oh, okay, we'll just have one sort of death with a minor character. And then another bigger minor character. And mm -hmm. then the girl that's like the center of the movie. Mm -hmm. And it was it was kind of, uh, it was escalating and it was um, a surprise and I, I liked it. I was definitely like, they gotta let the uh, experienced girl live. She has yeah, to live. Yeah, she, she fought so hard. Yeah. yeah. And go, go figure, the experienced girl was the one who was basically bondaged, so to speak, with, mm -hmm. the, with the cuffs. <laughs> she was chained up in the room uh, and kind of... And I forgot about her for a while because they didn't check in with her for a chunk of time where she was locked up in that room. And then they suddenly cut back to her and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. And she you brought her an apple. Oh, he's been holding her for a day and he brings her a fucking apple. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to let you live a little longer as like a gift or something. And then, like, not until <laughs> Christmas and then she freaks yeah, out. Yeah, just a few more hours. And then she's like, well, how am I supposed to eat without my hands? Yeah, <laughs> which is clever. Yeah, it's a clever like she's trying to get out of it, mm -hmm. which and she does. But uh, the um, and yeah, this is where we get into the all the where they try to give us an explanation for what the killers. That's when are. we get to the whole like Santa getting fresh with mom on Christmas and, morning or something. And he does his mon. He does a literal like supervillain monologue where he does his whole speech about. He doesn't like Christmas because, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, it's the it's kind of the standard. He doesn't like it because of the consumerism, right? And like you're so, which that's where it gets weird because he says the experienced girl is selling herself, and that's like Christmas. That's like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how those quite connect. Uh, yeah. So we also had like that phone call with Kate basically trying to call um, the chief inspector, but she basically reaches like the, the housekeeper because uh, he's not home. Right. And the housekeeper mentions the fact that uh, he's visiting Parklands, which is a, a mental institution. And they go on a little bit, but, you know, before she can say anything else, the housekeeper is basically saying like, oh, I've already said enough. And, like, Kate's starting to, like, connect the dots that, like, there's a connection between, you know, the chief inspector uh, and the killer at this point. Um, and then, you know, we have, like, this whole, like, stage production with, like, a Santa getting chased into the theater. Uh, and there's, like, a trap door, and he ends up getting stabbed in the face with a machete. The, the freaking musical number! <laughs> oh, with the only, with the only, uh, like, sort of known actor in the entire movie which i didn't know of that band i don't know what the fuck that was she's in like she's kind of a b-movie queen of the oh. uh like 70s mm -hmm. she's in like uh star crash which is of course a star wars ripoff a <laughs> roger corman <laughs> Um, and she's in some Italian, like, sci she did, like, sci-fi and stuff like that. Cool, I did not know that at all. I can mm -hmm. look that up. And she yeah, she's also in uh, Slaughter High, the last horror film she was in. I'm trying to remember what else I've seen her in. Mm -hmm. There's a few others. In yeah, she's in a, she was in a bunch of stuff back, back mm -hmm. then. She was kind of one of those actresses like you don't know who she is but then you realize oh she's in like a hundred movies i really mm -hmm. dug her hair she had big hair and then she had sprayed uh glitter into it well, she was uh she was also in maniac 
So nice. Oh, I see Maniac. Mm -hmm. I have to go back and check that out. But that was funny because I kept trying to figure out if any actors were kind of like known actors, but I didn't recognize anybody except her in the in this movie at yeah. all. And I kept trying to, I thought the older detective, the, you know, kind of retired detective guy who gets blown up, I kept thinking he was like a, maybe a known actor, but I looked him up and he isn't. <laughs> so. Well, I'm pretty sure he was in pieces. Oh, yes, yes. Because I, I know there there were a couple of connections with like either the producers or the writers and pieces on top of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that was in the yeah. When I looked this movie up too, I noticed that there was there seemed to be a connection with pieces, which is funny. That's a good uh, bad movie as well. Mm -hmm. And another movie that also like this movie, you can never really figure out what the killer's motives are because they're so disjointed and random that there isn't like a clear, it's like the killer sort of kills one way at one time and then another way at another and time. And then he finds a gun and he does that for yeah, a minute. Yeah, he just kind of does random stuff. <laughs> but this movie is pieced together. Oh! <laughs> Burn, <laughs> got him. Got him. <laughs> Mark it down. He's the guy. <laughs> um... So, okay, so after this phone call between Kate and the housekeeper, uh, she talks to the the hat detective, Powell, uh, basically saying, like, hey, you know, what's what's Harris's deal? Uh, you know, he doesn't have a birth certificate. Uh, but, you know, Powell just dismisses Kate's theories about this. So what does she do? She goes rogue. She goes to visit Parklands by herself. All the meanwhile, we have our killer still on a loose who is uh, castrating a Santa Claus. Oh my god! In a bathroom at a department store. That's right, the I big forgot. boy. I forgot about the big boy. That was a that was a surprisingly good scene. That was that poor dude. Because while I was enjoy, <laughs> I did enjoy this movie. Let me say I liked this movie, but when that scene started happening. I thought, oh God, this is such a like, this is just going to be like a super standard basic kill where you have the Santa and he's in the bathroom and the guy's going to kill him, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then first of all, I also had that moment where they're like, the camera is like right on this dude's crotch. And he's like walking towards the camera, unzipping his pants. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, please. <laughs> No. Was that scarier than Yeah, that was the scariest <laughs> part of the movie. But you then, know they're not that scary, John. <laughs> but then what happens was definitely a pleasant surprise. <laughs> we were pleasant surprise. <laughs> <laughs> what ultimate the way it goes down. Oh my god, that's hilarious. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but the, and also I got it. It's like this kill was kind of inspired mm -hmm. because not only that, they also first they do that and then they show like the pee going into the stall. Very artistic. Which was like, why the fuck are you showing the pee in this going into the stall? But then they redeem <laughs> it because you see the razor go down and then blood comes out into the stall sprays into the stall and I was like oh like, yeah. <laughs> sorry you're so excited about that 
And I, I really appreciate when it gets found by the next person that's coming in, like just the bloody scene was like, mm -hmm. that was actually pretty good, like, you know, you know, setup. But I, I gotta say though, I was like, they should have had his dick lying on the ground next to him when they see him <laughs> laying there. They should have had like a wiener just sitting there next to him. It's <laughs> just a little wee. Like, what yeah, is that? Like a just nub. like a nub. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> the mushroom tip. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that, like, it must have been a sharp knife. <laughs> that is, that's the thing about this movie, not just like this kill, but like, a bunch of the kills are, are like genuinely well done. And They're really interesting and, and fun, yeah. And they had somebody who knew how to do special effects. Too, yeah, absolutely. You know? We've complained about that before. <laughs> we have to give it, gotta give it up to this movie on that. That was pretty mm -hmm. good. Because it could have just been, you know, they at first they were, as we mentioned, they were just doing the kind of like, oh, I poke you with the knife and then you die. They could have just been a movie full of those <laughs> kind of kills. You <laughs> yeah, know? a poke and drop. But we get the like blown out head mm -hmm. uh, and like the the wiener chop off and the, the roasted face, the electrocution, the roasted face. face. I mean, they went all out. It the went railroad oh. spike. Yeah, yeah, railroads, which is so <laughs> rare. And they did the kind of shot where you see the railroad spike like fly through the air. You know what? I just that's insane that this guy was walking around that party and nobody got more creeped out by him because like I've seen guys walking around the street with just a big stick and I start to freak out. Mm. I'm like, everybody. Well, okay, okay. Well, if they don't, if they don't react to a murder, Holly, like you think they're really going to react to a costume? <laughs> Reacted to a big stick. <laughs> <laughs> There was, I once saw a guy walking around like with a backpack with a machete hanging off of it. I was like, what the hell? And I was like, we got to cross the street right now. Totally. That's like when you, I, I've seen some people who have those like samurai sword umbrellas. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? It's like an umbrella that has a sword handle. And it's mm -hmm. like, maybe that's not a good idea to carry that around in public in this day. Like, maybe, like I know it's like an umbrella and it's just like a joke, but... Maybe, like, you don't want people thinking you have a sword in a public space. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you might get, someone's wiener might get chopped off. Yeah. All right, so at this point, he's still killing Santas. And he's got Sherry held up. Mm -hmm. All right, okay, so he's still sort of keeping with the thing. I think he just took Sherry because, yeah, she saw him kill the dude. But also, he just wanted her anyway. Like, they, we already saw the whole, like... His whole sexuality is tied to like Santa's, mm -hmm. even though he doesn't want them to be. Mm -hmm. um, just my take. And it is, it's interesting because we are getting to the point in the movie where things kind of really start to go off the rails in terms mm -hmm. of the storytelling. Like, <laughs> it gets hard to remember exactly what happens at this point. Cause... Yeah, so, so after the castration scene, you know, yeah. Kate, Kate returns home to be confronted by Giles. Uh, who we learned was just released from Parklands, and uh, turns out he is the younger brother of yeah. the Chief Inspector Harris. And yeah, we found out, oh, he changed his surname from Harrison after, you know, Giles was committed to, you know, try to cover it up. People don't want to know about his backstory and all this, you know, mm -hmm. dirty laundry, all that sort of shit, you know, the usual stuff. And uh, this is when the hat detective tries to call Kate, uh, but she can't answer the phone because Giles is too busy strangling her with telephone cord and stabbing her Two birds, uh, repeatedly. One yeah. Mm. Uh, and of course, you know, while this is happening, Powell can basically hear uh, the death over the phone. 
uh, and he rushes over to the apartment, uh, and then we kind of have, like, this chasing into, like, a junkyard, uh, and that's when we got, like, the, the whole electric electrocution scene yeah. with the, the jumper cables. So why did he, like, so he killed her because she was poking around his background? Is that what we're thinking? Because they were investigating him, I guess. Which he would have known, I guess, that they were. If his brother's feeding him information, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, it's not really. Like, it's. I don't think you can really, like, explain. We just gonna let stuff, this one go? Okay. At this point, I think they're just trying to, like, wrap up the movie. Like, and, narrative like, disease? Mm -hmm. just yeah, it, it, it basically seemed like Kate was able to get to the bottom of it by going rogue. So, like, she knew the connection between the two, so Giles just ended up confronting her. All right. Which I do love the fact that he changed his name from Harris to Harrison or, or Harrison to Harris, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious because that's just like changing your name from like, like Smith to Smithy. Yeah. Like fucking <laughs> Jones to Joe. Yeah. It's like, what? That's just, it's not enough. Yeah. He could have just seen it. He could have tried a little harder. And also, uh, <clears throat> that reminded me too that uh, I Giles is the only character who I know their name, and that's because they say his name like a billion times. <laughs> They're constantly he says his own name like a dozen times, mm -hmm. and other characters say his name. It, that's the only. It's like Giles. You know, we know Giles. 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 <laughs> Because he's the only character whose name we know. Basically. I didn't know anybody's name, even Giles, even though he said it a bunch. And the I only know the experienced girl because that was her, I looked at the credits and very that. rarely do like the names sink into my brain long enough. The <laughs> no, definitely, I never know characters' names unless there's like a unique reason why, but or unless they beat you over the head with it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, he introduced. There's a scene early in the movie where he introduces himself and says yeah. his own name <laughs> like six times with his smiley eyes, mm -hmm. smizing, smizing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so wait, uh, okay, yeah, this is where things really start to break down. You have to like keep us on track here, because okay, so after the electrocution with the jumper yeah. cables. Uh, Giles returns back to the hideout where uh, he realizes Sherry has uh, escaped from her chains. Right. Uh, so, you know, we have, like, the whole chasing there in this building. Middle of the day. Uh, yeah, where uh, Sherry's able to, like, knock Giles over the railing, <laughs> uh, which, you know, didn't turn out to be as big of a fall as she would have expected. You know, she goes to, like, poke the body, and of course, <laughs> As you would come to expect, knowing that Giles didn't really fall all that far, his brain's back to life, starts to uh, choke her. Uh, and then that's when, you know, we have, like, the flashback scene mm -hmm. with Santa fucking the mom. Yeah. <laughs> was it the mom or is this, and again, I, I get it mixed up with uh, Christmas Eve, but was it the mom or was it the one where he's upstairs and he's banging maybe one of the party goers? And then he smacks him or punches him when he gets found or something. And the mom's like, you know, holding her. And then he pushes the mom and the mom pulls down the stairs and dies. Is that what's, is this this movie? Partly. I mean, I remember most of that. So I'm pretty sure it's the mom because it's at a party. And it is confusing because there's another woman who reacts in a way where it's almost like you could think it's 
that that. Oh, okay, I, I remember now. So it was the dad dresses the Santa. Uh -huh. He was fucking another woman that wasn't yeah. the mom, and then right. the mom and the dad were arguing with one another about it. Uh, and then the mom basically ends up getting knocked down the stairs. Yeah, right. Great. Right. Because I actually thought that blonde woman was the mom at first because when they first do that scene, she kind of does something where she interacts with him mm -hmm. in a way. Like and I was his like, present or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like the mom's kind of a MILF. Uh, she's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. But I, yeah, that wasn't her mom. That was just one of the other parts. Yeah. the Because there's another woman that who interacts with him yeah and like and that's i think is that's mama, mama. and the dad is the santa and banging santa um so the kid i want to point out is like a great kind of classic creepy british kid almost kind of like the kid from the omen you know where there's something about like those young british kids that they just have that kind of creepy quality victorian you know haunted child vibe mm -hmm. Definitely, and he was creepy. But I liked uh, when he he pulled out his knife. Okay, wait, we have to point out. <gasps> That's right. He, he gets a... the knife as the present. It's a little Swiss Army thing, yeah. But he just like he just is like sexually attracted to the knife. Like, <gasps> and he cuts so, himself, yeah. right? And he's just like super enamored with the knife. And then when he tries to, he pulls out the knife when he sees his dad or the Santa or whatever is having sex with the Chris. And then he just kind of knocks it away. It's, mm -hmm. That was actually kind of a funny good, part yeah. where he's like, oh, whatever. And just basically the, the, the origin story of his sexuality kind of intertwining with violence and Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. And, it, that's kind of a classic horror thing. You see that in other... In kind everyone. Of, in yeah. all the movies. Especially like those from that era, it seems like they use yeah. that a lot. And, and, and like, uh, there's like um, a movie I just coincidentally happened to watch a Hammer horror movie called The Hands of the Ripper, which is about a female uh, Jack the Ripper. Ooh. But it has the exact same thing where there's like Jack the Ripper comes in and like <laughs> rapes her mother and then murders her in front of the young girl and then the and then boom up to become like the female jack the ripper that's naughty and it's kind of that same thing that we see yeah it's kind of like the go-to like serial killer explanation sort of thing mm -hmm. yeah most of us just ignore our weird sexual fetishes <laughs> he i know this is pre-internet so he didn't really have an outlet yeah, now there's nothing but outlets. Yeah, it was all prostitutes and experienced girls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, those poor ladies. <laughs> also in the credits, they uh, they put the Santa who gets murdered in that in that scene with the experienced girl. They call him Experienced Santa. They <laughs> <laughs> should have called him Inexperienced Santa. <laughs> Because he was like, I've never done this. What do I do now? Can we get rid of the guy? <laughs> no, fucker. That's the whole point. <laughs> oh, yeah. My favorite part of that exchange is when the guy's like, you know, uh, I live at home home with my mother. And, like, the experience was like, so do I. And then uh, and he's like, well, does your mom know that you work here? And she's like, well, I sure as hell hope so. She owns the place. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm actually covering for her. <laughs> 
Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right, so uh, at this point, we get the reveal of uh, his sexuality being tied in with Santa Claus and violence and um all that and so is that do we go now to the death of his brother yeah yeah that's like right after that basically harris wakes up from a a nightmare you know he walks into the living room and unwraps a gift that had the don't open till christmas tag on it uh which of course ends up being a music box from his brother Uh, and after you know it finishes playing the song it explodes and then you know that that's the the end of the movie yeah, so we can um, sort of assume that Giles survived and killed Sherry and that his brother didn't, even though it looked like he should have just had a messed up face. But I think he probably died. Which he, when it blows up, he does that thing where he, he jumps, turns like his yeah. face and you see like the, it's kind of bloody on yeah. the side and everything. Yeah, he looks like he could have survived that explosion, but whatever. Yeah, like, the logic here die. is kind of out the window. So it's just, they have to tell us what we need to know. I still think it would have been better uh, if it had been a confession and it was like, wah, 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 wah. if you had just, oh, he's the fact, he's like, he tricked you. He made you wait until <laughs> Christmas to open it and you would have known he was the killer the whole time. Should have mm-hmm. known anyway, but okay. It did definitely overall feel like they were imitating that Italian kind of giallo mm-hmm. style of horror, of a uh, slasher movie, you know, sure. you have the, as mentioned, you have the the arm with the black glove with the knife first person view a lot in this movie, which is kind mm-hmm. of a trademark of that style. It was a pretty fun movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I did have a lot of fun watching it. And it, there was so much nonsense. But, I mean, the kills were solid. And I, you know, uh, right after that, I, I watched Christmas Evil. And mm-hmm. even though that's a pretty good movie in terms of the story and the acting, and there's a lot of known actors in that movie... It is actually like kind of boring. Like you good. don't you don't see any kills until like fifty minutes into the fucking movie. Mm, that's bad. It's right. like that's not great. Yeah. Although like he's plenty creepy. Like the dude straight up stalks children because he has mm-hmm. a naughty and nice list, which is like very very creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he's writing out like all of the bad things that they're doing in the book too. Like one of the kids has like is hiding like magazine. pornography yeah. magazines, <laughs> and he's like writing all that shit down. And you're like, God, that's creepy. <laughs> but uh, yeah. not your nice list. That's cool. So you got. Oh, we didn't see that a lot in the, some of the movies we watched. This not in nice list, right. except we for Violet Night. Violet yeah. Night, but that's something that should be utilized more in a Santa, Santa related. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie, so overall, this movie is really good, uh, and it does the it does something that like a lot of bad good horror like a lot of bad horror movies don't do like this is a bad movie right it's, it's a good. bad movie but it's good and it it's, it's a good horror. bad movie because it's there's plenty that movie. there was enough that we liked and there there was enough like exploitation stuff sprinkled in which is going to be the primary reason why a lot of like the diehard fans out there will go and seek it out um yeah. now now that being said like on on the note of more like smut filled christmas slashers this would definitely be one of them um the other day i watched santa claus uh that would be c l a w s uh which came out in 1996 this was from john russo who's primarily known for uh help write in night of the living dead and that movie uh, 
you know, the, the holiday stuff was kind of, like, secondary to, like, the whole plot of the movie. But it basically follows uh, this starlet, or this uh, porn star, essentially, in this case, uh, who has an obsessed fan who happens to be uh, her neighbor. Uh, and it, it basically, like, follows, like, this whole, like, holiday horror shoot between, like, these porn stars and, like, the guy's trying to hook up with her. And, like... He's just trying to get closer to her to like have a relationship basically, and she doesn't really want it at all. So, you know, of course, his plan is basically to, uh, you know, steal the, the stage keys and go in day after day, murdering all of the crew to get closer to, to Raven. But, but what was so funny about it, it's just like, I'm, I'm just thinking it's like, one, the kills in that movie were nowhere near the level of Don't Open Till Christmas, they were fairly bloodless. Um, and the primary weapon I laughed at because it like it tied into like the the screen production, uh, which was like the the studio for this Santa Claus movie. Uh, they had a killer who was basically like he had like a ski mask and he had like a garden tool basically, and it was just like a claw that he would yeah. use to kill his victims. And like the killer in the movie was basically using the killer's getup from that production. Uh, but it was just so weird. But it's like half of the movie just felt like, all right, here's like your topless entertainment. <laughs> and then the other half was just like, you have the neighbor, the killer, who's like drugging the, the chick's kids by like, you know, putting pills in hot chocolate, basically, and going on his like murder screen. Then you had the subplot of like uh, the photographer for like these porn shoots is uh, the the husband of the the main starlet and you know they're getting ready to file for divorce so they do like the whole subplot where like the photographer is hooking up with the other models and then like it's like oh i can't do this anymore i'm gonna try to get the family back together <laughs> and then he finds out that you know his kids are basically drugged and like the mom's not really paying any attention to them because like you know she just left him alone with the neighbor and the neighbor drugged him but anyways, like, I was just laughing so hard because you, you enter, like, a situation where you're, like, expecting something half-decent because it's from someone who's pretty, you know, famous for Night of the Living Dead and then happened, like, something so far off the beaten wow. path that was, like, so smut-filled. But, like, in regards to, like, a movie like Don't Open Till Christmas, you know, it, it was just, like, more of the same but just with less elaborate kills. So if you're looking for something purely for skin... Right. <laughs> you know, go hunt Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, but don't expect too much. It's no don't open till Christmas, but it, it was a, it was an entertaining watch nonetheless. Or spend two minutes on Pornhub. <laughs> Up to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Like, oh, I like the uh, the pills and hot chocolate. That does spell Christmas. Yep. <clears throat> nothing, nothing gets you in the mood. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, adding pills to your, your hot chocolate. You know, it's not, it's not adding Bailey's. It's and it goes straight to the pills and feeding it to the kids. <laughs> oh, man. So this has been such a fun month. Like, this is my favorite. I've mentioned it a million times, I know. But this is my favorite subgenre, horror Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just been so fun. So I'm, I'm, I've had a really nice month, guys. Mm -hmm. Definitely. This is my favorite Christmas present. 
Yeah, this was a good one to end on for the month. Yeah. It was definitely one of the better ones. Violent Night was good, and this this one. The only one that wasn't yeah. good was the, the Killing yeah. Tree. Yeah, Killing Tree was the only one that was just kind of yeah, not That good. one can suck it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was just like. Like, why bother? <laughs> that had that, like, that sort of asylum movie feel, you know, those mm-hmm. movies uh, from the sci fi channel. The asylum, oh, like, yeah. Like, Mixed in with like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, those kind of like made for TV, low budge kind of yeah. And all those hot people and not one single. Uh, yep. The biggest gripe of that entire movie, you know. Mm. Don't put all these hot people in the movie and not show anything. Come on, guys. Like, Although, again, I really do like the British Manor places. Those are cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Great setting. But, Who uh, they had pools in those British Manors? They had a pool at that one. It was a little one, but yeah. Isn't it cold in England? Do they have pools there? No, they've got, they've got you know, summer. Yeah, I guess they can <laughs> I don't think it was like the big British manor house is like a place where you have a, pool, a swimming pool. You know it's what I mean? money, you know? <laughs> yeah. You can make a lot of things happen with money. Do British mm-hmm. people don't swim or go in the sun? I've been to plenty of, <laughs> I've been to two hotels in England that have pools. Just, yeah, so I'm guessing yeah. they all have them. True, true. <laughs> you have to meet somebody British and ask them. <laughs> it's really obnoxious that way. I hear you don't have pools where you're from. Swim <laughs> in the channel. Exactly. <laughs> Sounded like one of those rocky beaches with no yeah. sand. With no mm-hmm. sand, jump off a cliff and go yeah, for a the, swim. The white cliffs of Dover. <laughs> Wear two uh, uh, wetsuits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wear wetsuits. Well, it's cold in San Francisco. We've got pools. Yeah, true. Yeah. But at least we have sharks here. That makes a big it difference. It makes a real beach. <laughs> we have sharks. <laughs> I was going to say sand, but okay. Yeah, we have sand. <laughs> we have sand. <laughs> Not a lot of it, but we take good care of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, All right. Well, uh, <laughs> like, that's enough of it. Nonsense. <laughs> look, look at. Looking ahead, uh, as we mentioned earlier, we will be returning to our phobias uh, starting next week. Uh, you know, we were talking about a couple of different ideas. Uh, and we are leaning towards the fear of dolls, which is pedophobia. Uh, obviously, we have Megan coming out here uh, next Friday. So, obviously, we can't do that for the first week. Um, but, you know, fear of dolls is a pretty common phobia, I, I would imagine. Because, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of dolls are just outright creepy looking. Yes. Uh, in in their own right, and there's definitely a, a surplus that we can choose from. Um, That's not I so are, boy, that one was boring. I I already know the one that I would pick. What's that? Uh, Magic, released in 1978 with yes! Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Nice. And, I don't think and, I've and, seen. And that. Margaret and uh, uh, Margaret, what's her name? Uh, something Margaret and Margaret. Oh, and Margaret. I don't think I, I haven't seen this movie. Yeah, yet. yeah, it's a ventriloquist. Dummy. Let's do that. Yeah. And I know which one I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Dolls from the 80s. Dolls. Maybe it was early nice. 90s, but yeah. Nice. What are you going to do? You know, you're I'm gonna not sure. Pick? I'll have to think. Of and something. then we're going to do Megan. Okay. Yeah, and Megan. And then is it four? Are there four weeks? In yep. the, yes. Yeah. I'll have to think of something. I haven't thought of anything yet. I don't want to. I don't know if I, if, if those are like the main three. Then I don't think I want to pick something super mainstream like you shouldn't, Chucky. Yeah. It should be something nah, more like random. Yeah. Something good. I bet there's a really good saucy one out there that we're not thinking of right now. Mm. Yeah. 
yeah, we'll figure it out. I, I'm surprised you guys are like, oh, what, you're not going to pick Puppet Master? Well, I mean, we did talk about <laughs> Puppet Master, but, and that's definitely a possibility, but that's another one. I mean, people have talked about Puppet Master a lot. That's a popular I might rethink dolls, but I remember getting, like, every time I would get drunk, I would make people watch dolls that were hanging out with me. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that, yeah. And I don't think I've seen dolls in ages. I know, it's so yeah, funny. I mean, there's there are quite a few great killer doll movies. Yeah, you know, there's, there's gotta be. Dead Silence, obviously there's Child's Play, Demonic yeah. Toys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about Annabelle. I technically, you could include Saw to a degree, because, you know, Billy's a puppet. <laughs> the, uh, the guy, the, what do you call it? What is he called? Jigsaw. Jigsaw, yeah. Well, not the puppet. puppet. The puppet's Billy. Jigsaw's the killer. Oh, the, the puppet's oh sorry. Okay. You know, I'm not a huge fan of those movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Wait, okay, think... okay. Side, side rant. Um, this is also Saw-related. I watched Scare Package 2 the other day. Oh, I haven't... Which, which is like 95% a Saw spoof. Mm. Okay. And 99% fan service. Nice. In regards to different genre titles. Now that being said, I did not care for it. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was not. A, I, uh, c- the the segments compared to the first one were really bad. <laughs> ouch! Mm. But uh, who knows? I seem to be in the minority with that one, based off of my Twitter timeline. But uh, yeah, I was not all too impressed with it. Hmm. But it, it was also partly because, like, doing a Saw spoof nowadays felt so dated. Yeah. Yeah, there hasn't been a Saw movie out for 10 Well, I mean, there was Spiral. Probably like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, Spiral. Oh, that's right, I forgot. But they've been coming out from for the, the last book 10 of years. Saw. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, eh. Yeah. Wasn't that, was Spiral sort of a Saw-adjacent movie? It was Saw-adjacent. It, it, it was wasn't a, like a straight-up Saw mm-hmm. movie, right? Correct. Yeah. I still haven't watched that movie. I guess I watch Neither it. have I, but I know so much about it. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was better than a lot of the later entries in that in that mm-hmm. franchise. Nice. Take take that for what it's worth. But yeah. So next week, start a pedophobia. We'll probably. Do you want to do dolls first, or do you want to do magic? I, I'm up for. Let's magic. do magic first because yeah. I think I might switch mine out to something else because I want to have. I want to do a magic. tiny little bit of homework in case okay. there's a better movie than dolls. Although, okay. come on, it's dolls. <laughs> And the creepy ventriloquist doll is a classic. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm pretty sure there's a, a Twilight Zone creepy Always, yeah. uh, ventriloquist doll episode. There's an Arl Stein and a Buffy. I, yeah, I get absolutely goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Who are you calling dummy, dummy? dummy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a classic horror thing, the mm-hmm. ventriloquist doll, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, well, that'll be, that'll be a fun first time watch for John. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, I didn't see that. Wait, you say George C. Scott? Anthony Hopkins. Oh, Anthony Hopkins. And okay. Anne-Margaret. And I'm arguably looking pretty fucking tasty. It must be kind life. of a young Anthony Hopkins. Right? It is, yeah, because this is like yeah. a 70s movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, 78. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's one of those that, like, if only he'd, like, you know, if only they'd gotten together, you know, kind of, like, makes you feel sad kind of mm. movies. <laughs> Just ruin it. <laughs> That's spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> That's all we do here on the show. I don't, I don't know what you expect at this point. 
All right. Well, that being said, of course, we'll be back next week talking all about creepy dolls for, you know, the next month or so. And, uh, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully Megan will uh, live up to our high expectations because, like, every time I see that trailer, I just laugh so hard with the elaborate dance sequence in the hallway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's see how far into January I can do dry January. That'll be fun, too. They I give it uh, two hours. <laughs> Wait, that, <laughs> that's that, the best. That dance, by the <laughs> way, that dance scene better not be one of those instances where there's something in the preview or in the ad, but that's, that's not, not in the movie. Because we're going to sue. I hate that when they do that. Well, now we can sue if that happens. It, it's like, oh, that scene's not even there. Fuck. Mm-hmm. They just passed a law about that. Yeah, that's like false advertising. I'm going to sure is. class action laws. Yeah, they should have they passed that before Halloween ends. Hmm. <laughs> oh, is there, are, are people doing a lawsuit over Halloween ends? No, I'm just saying, like, it would have been much better if it got passed before then. Because, yeah, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. our, okay. our big gripe about that movie. Is that really a thing they passed? Yeah, because there's a movie, I don't know which one it was, but um, they put uh, Anna de Armas, you know, that, that actress, she's really pretty. She uh-huh. just played uh, Marilyn Monroe. Um, I love her. She's awesome. Uh, well, they put her on the cover of the movie, and then she's not in the movie. Oh my god, that's and the thing is, like, she probably was associated with the project at one point, and then like they ended up cutting her, or she ended up dropping out, or something, and they they kept her likeness, yeah. Yeah. And so I guess she's got an army of fans or some shit, and they fucking sued. Well, that's the worst. I mean, little side rant, but it's like there, especially when it's like something that's genuinely like a funny thing. Or like a cool scene, and then you watch the movie, and it was never there. It's like what? Yeah. Or it'll be like an alternate version of that, but mm-hmm. it's not as good as the ad version. Yeah, or like yeah, completely misdirection. It's not great. Like they do. I just have to point out specifically Guardians of the Galaxy in the TV commercial mm-hmm. when they do the part where they show them in prison. Yeah. Um, Star-Lord does the thing where he does the, where you wind yeah. up the middle finger. And he doesn't, he does that in the commercial, but he doesn't do that in the movie. I never and noticed I that. Was, I was going to sue. <laughs> <laughs> what I was needs to become a lawyer so we can start all these lawsuits. There you go. And uh, on that note, we'll, uh, we'll get our paperwork together for all the lawsuits we're about to file on false advertisement, and we'll yep. see you back next week to talk magic 1978. All right. You guys take care.